Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my English lessons where I try to give you a helping hand to understand English in a better way so that you can have better conversations with your friends, your colleagues, relatives, you can travel, indeed you can probably and hopefully carry off those interviews with uh, international companies. Whatever your problem is, I'm here to help you and if you have any suggestions or ideas that you would like me to include, well why don't you write to me and I'll give you the contact details at the end of this particular lesson. Please remember to subscribe to my channel of course and also you can download and listen to the podcasts in whichever way you wish. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today's lesson is to do with vocabulary and the particular vocabulary we're going to look at is vocabulary connected with housework. Unfortunately, we all have to do housework, whether we like it or not. In the modern world, even for me, um, we have to share in the housework. So we do uh, the, the hoovering, the vacuuming, the cleaning, the washing, the ironing, whatever it might be. Housework is an important part of our lives, which we, we share. And as I said, uh, sometimes we do it a little bit reluctantly, but it still has to be done. So let's look at the vocabulary. I'm going to give you the expressions, okay? And then I'll go back through them and give you some sort of understanding of them. So here they are. To clean the place from top to bottom. Spick and span. Spick and span. Neat and tidy. Clean in every nook and cranny. Clean in every nook and cranny. In need of spit and polish, to brush away, to sweep up, to get rid of, to hang out, for example, to hang out the washing, and to do the spring cleaning, to do the spring cleaning. Okay, let's go through them one by one. To clean the place from top to bottom, well, that's quite easy. I mean, literally, it means you start at the top of the house and you work your way down to the bottom, or indeed, you start at the bottom and you work your way up to the top. Whichever way you do it, you clean the house from top to bottom. It means you do everything, and this is usually a, a total overall clean of your, your house. Some of us do a little bit at a time, you have a room today, a room tomorrow and whatever. And so by the end of the week, we've got everything done. And some people like to do a little bit of a blitz. A blitz means to do everything all at once. So to clean the place from top to bottom would be a bit of a blitz on the, the house. So you agree that, okay, the weekend, the weather forecast is really bad. And so what we're going to do is we're going to do a, a complete blitz on this house. We haven't done it for a while. So we'll, we'll start from the top and work our way down to the bottom. You, you do the cleaning, I'll do the dusting. We're going to clean this house from top to bottom. Next, spick and span. Now, I tried to check and see where the origin of these words spick, S-P-I-C, and span, and it's very difficult to get an absolute understanding of where it originated because it appears to have originated somewhere in the 14th or 15th centuries. So, you know, they talk about the word being span new and spick meaning a a spike. So it doesn't really have a huge relevance to cleaning. But when we use it that everything should be spick and span, it means that everything should be shining bright and also very look new. Even if it's not new, it, may, it should look new. And so spick and span to be shining bright. Uh, the spike is something made of metal that would obviously shine. And span new means 
uh, really brand new. Okay, so take it from me, spick and span means that everything is going to look as if you had just bought it yesterday. So, oh, the house looks really wonderful. Everything's so spick and span, yeah? meaning everything very clean, very polished, and really, really looks good. So spick and span. Neat and tidy. Now, neat and tidy is one of these fixed expressions we often use in English. And a fixed expression is literally that. It is fixed. You don't change it. We don't say tidy and neat. We always say it's neat and tidy. Neat comes first, followed by tidy. And neat means everything is where it should be. You know, we have a cupboard here behind me. So everything, well, I won't open it and show you because it's probably not, but everything should be in its place. All the socks in one drawer all the underwear in one place, the jumpers, everything is neat and tidy, not thrown on the floor here, there and everywhere. So we're going to do the house and when we're finished, everything is going to be neat and tidy. Or if you give the instructions to your one of your kids, daughter, son, whoever, I want you to clean your room, your granny's coming to visit, I want it to be neat and tidy. You know what she's like? She's a stickler for having everything really good and proper and in its place. So. Let's get your room neat and tidy. Okay, so neat and tidy for granny coming. Next, clean in every nook and cranny. And here's another one of those expressions that its origins go way back in the 14th or 15th century. So nook and cranny. So a nook is a corner that's sort of tucked away somewhere and a cranny can be a crack or a space which you can put things into so when you go to clean your house and when you clean or say you will clean in every nook n-o-o-k and cranny c-r-a-n-n-y it means every corner even the smallest corner under the bed that you can't reach or the crack uh, under the uh, cupboard or wherever it might be you're going to clean those places from top to bottom so there's no dust there's no spiders webs there's no cobwebs there's nothing you're going to clean every nook and cranny meaning every inch every part of your house apartment whatever it might be Okay, and then the next one, in need of a spit and polish. Now, a spit and polish is the old way that we used to polish things. People couldn't afford or they didn't even have invented some of these sprays. You know, today, if you want to clean my table or you wanted to clean your kitchen table, you get this spray and then you you polish it. And so it works out well, you get a nice flavor but and smell, but it's not so good for the environment. Many, 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 many years ago, people didn't have these aerosol cans, they didn't have these sprays. So what they literally did to polish something, and if you look at pictures of the old army, they'd pick up the boots, they'd spit on the, the boot, and then they'd polish it. And they'd do that until they could see their face in it. And the army sergeant or who, whoever used to come on uh, patrol and see had everything been been done he would look at the boots to see could you see his face in that and if not he would throw it back at the soldier and tell him to do it again so they would spit and polish spit and polish and now next one is to to brush away so when we want to brush something we use a sweeping brush either a small little hand brush yeah like this or the long handle of the sweeping brush and we brush away everything so if we want to brush away the cobwebs that can mean two things it can mean we want to clean the cobwebs that might be up in the corners of the the rooms that we haven't got to for a while or it might mean you've been you've had a, a few 
late nights or a few busy days at work and you, you wake up a little bit tired or you brush away the cobwebs that are figuratively speaking from your face and you, you wake up, splash some water on your face and you're looking fresh as a daisy, okay? So to, to brush away something. So to brush away means to get rid of cobwebs, of dirt, of dust, of food that has fallen from the kitchen table onto the floor. You brush it away and then you sweep it up with a, a pan. And that's the, the next expression we have is to sweep up. So I brush away the cobwebs, I brush away the dust, and then I get a smaller little hand brush with a little pan, as we call it, and it has a handle, and I sweep up. To sweep up means to get all those bits and pieces that are on the floor, and I get them into the, the dust pan, and then I empty that into the bin. Okay, so to brush away and sweep up. And these are two phrasal verbs that you can use, so from a gra grammatical point of view, so to brush, is the verb, to sweep is the other verb, to brush away, away is our preposition, and to sweep up, that's the other preposition. So brush away, sweep up. So not only are we talking about housework, we're also talking about using phrasal verbs. So brush away, sweep up, okay? So sweep up is anything with the uh, sweeping brush. Uh, it can be a a broom, we can also call it, yeah? So a broom or a sweeping brush. So if we drop a glass or a plate out of the dishwasher on the floor and it breaks into thousands of pieces, we have to brush away the small little pieces and then sweep those up. And you can also say brush up to brush up, yeah? And sweep up so that they have the same meaning. So brush away, sweep up, two actions, brush away and sweep up and then put it into a bag or into the, the, the rubbish bin. Okay, to get rid of, okay? To get rid of is to throw away rubbish, to throw away pieces of paper you don't want, to throw away things that are broken, get rid of, meaning permanently, okay? So you're doing that uh, cleaning of the house, as we mentioned at the beginning, from top to bottom, and you find a lot of old newspapers or magazines or leaflets, whatever it might be. So, oh, we don't need those anymore. Please get rid of them, yeah? So you take them to maybe a recycling place, yeah? Okay, so in the old, old days, people had just thrown them into the, the bin and it would have gone out and been collected. Now, of course, we're much more focused, so we're looking at how can we recycle. So put them into the recycling bin. So papers here, glass there, plastic bottles there, wherever they might be, we get rid of them, okay? And if we want to recycle clothes that we don't no longer need, then we go into the cupboards, we take out things that we'd, we're no longer wearing, and we get rid of those to make space for other things that we might buy later on, okay? So to get rid of means to throw away, to uh, recycle, that's something you have no further use for in this overall look at housework. Okay, to hang out, okay, to hang out. Now, hang out is again a, a phrasal uh, verb, and if we look at it just in its real situation, to hang out can have lots of meanings, but when we're talking about housework, to hang out is to hang out the washing, okay? So you take the clothes that you wore for the week and that you put into your linen basket, you put it into the washing machine, you take it out of the washing machine, and if the wind is blowing outside and you happen to have a washing line handy or nearby, you hang out 
the washing. Okay, so you put it on the line, the wind blows, it dries it, and when you bring it back in a few hours later, beautiful smell, nice fresh. So hang out the washing. Okay, so now if you just use hang out on its own, well, it has a totally different meaning, and hang out means to spend time with your friends. I'm going to hang out with my friends for the weekend. I'm going to hang out uh, in Michael's house. I'm going to hang out with Mary because we're going to do a little bit of study. Okay, so very, very different meaning. Here, hang out the washing. Okay, hang out the carpet to air. Hang out the, the coat outside to get some fresh air. So it's an action where you've washed or cleaned something and it's part of that housework. So hang out the washing. Okay, let's look at the, the last one, to do the spring cleaning. So this is, again, part of the overall process where we're going to clean the house from top to bottom. And what do we do? We do the spring cleaning. And literally, it happens in springtime. People say, okay, we've lived through the, the long winter. The dirt from the, the rain has stained the windows. The curtains may be a little bit musty because we haven't had the windows open so often so we're going to freshen up the house for april or may so we'll do that spring cleaning so curtains come down they get washed windows get cleaned windows get opened the room gets aired we get into all those nooks and crannies those little places where the dust will gather from the 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 winter and we clean everything and when we're finished yeah good everything is spick and span. So all of those expressions that we use can be incorporated in our general description of a, an overall uh, house cleaning, okay, to spring clean. Okay, now just to be very, very careful, we do the cleaning, okay, so it's to do the cleaning, but if we have accidents and we break something, we make a mess, okay, so we drop a plate, we make a mess we do the cleaning, yeah? So we do the cleaning once a week, once a month, whatever, yeah? We make a mess and then we, we clean that up. So just be careful to do the cleaning, okay? And to make a mess. Excellent, okay, so those are the expressions, vocabulary that we would use when we're talking about housework. So let me give them to you one more time. To clean the place from top to bottom. Everything spick and span neat and tidy and remember that's a fixed expression never tidy and neat always neat and tidy and it could be also to do with your children's homework make sure it's neat and tidy clean in every nook and cranny get into every corner in need of a spit and polish <coughs> polish to brush away brush away the cobwebs to sweep up sweep up the mess from the children to get rid of papers and magazines you no longer need, hang out, hang out the washing, and then to do the spring cleaning, do the spring cleaning. Excellent, okay, well I hope you've enjoyed that and give you something to think about so when you get cracking on that housework next weekend or the following weekend, try and practice some of these expressions. Okay, thanks for listening to me. As I give you my contact details now. If you want to contact me, www.englishlessonbyskype.com. Pass it on to any of your friends. If you've got any comments to make or if you want some one-to-one -one lessons, please come to us. It won't always be me that will be able to give you the lessons, unfortunately, but I have lots of other teachers working with me. They're really, really good. Some good at business English, some good uh, very good at teaching uh, kids. So whatever your requirements, come to me and see what we can do to help you. Thanks for listening. Join me again soon.